Well, I mean, when you have a rich, like, sultry voice like you do, and full of character, something that I wish, like, would read me a story next to a fireplace, it's like, imagine your favorite beverage, and imagine your favorite beverage was reading you your favorite story. Let me introduce you to John Suarez. This is the Front End Tech, episode number 13, Halloween week. I'm Jonathan Suarez. I'm here with Jesse York. Hey! And Stephen Morris. Yo. And take two. That take three. A take three. Take three. Skype strikes back. Well, I mean, yeah. 13th episode, it's the lucky one. So. Oh, yeah, this is 13. This happened last week, except it was with you. Listeners don't know about that. We had Skype A New Hope, and now we're on the next one, the sequel. Man. Oh, my God. Skype strikes back. And now next week, we'll have Return of the Skype. So it'll it'll have a ton of hype then, and then not live up to it. Is that what you mean? Yep, exactly. That's a that's a rough take, especially for us being the ages that we are, and how that movie was perceived. Either way, we're not talking about the movies. But what I would like to talk about, because I've been held back for too long, because we've tried this audio three times. <laughs> so we're talking about the Mandalorian. Gosh dang it! Excuse my language. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll start. We'll start off with Mandalorians. Let's do it. So let me tell you. Here's my high horse on top of my ivory tower. I want to hear it. Star Wars should have stopped making movies two movies ago. Mm. Two movies ago. And started with the big production value series, like what The Mandalorian looks like it's going to be. If you put the Game of Thrones type of attention behind a Star Wars universe and produced it that way, can you guys imagine, minus the incest, you don't need it for Star Wars. I mean, you got brother and sister kissing each other, but whatever. Well, because a, a lot of, the, uh, a lot of the, the Game of Thrones stuff, people had to look on, the, on other avenues for the back, for the back end yeah. lore, you know? Heck yeah. Everybody already knows the back end lore of Star Wars. But I mean, not all, all the materials are there, so they could go pretty deep if they wanted to. Yeah, the the hardest thing that they're going to have to do, the biggest uh, hurdle they're going to have to overcome here is something that we know all too well from playing video games, is the narrator of the main character has to hit all the time if you're going to be behind him, if he's the cool guy, which... The Mandalorian race is made up of only cool people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, the best bounty hunters in the galaxies come out of there. And, uh, I mean, just how they get their armor is epic. Everything about them is epic. They're the Spartans of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> so the main character, the narrator um, of that main character, however we're going to receive this, he's got to hit all the time. He's got to be on all the time. He's got to be Duke Nukem of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Um, what do you guys think? I, I need to catch my breath. John, I feel you're a, you're a nice uh, compass as far as what's uh, badass. You know what I mean? Yeah. About Mandalorian, um, yeah. like it's on Disney Plus, right? The thing is they could have gone, like, I don't, like, again, we don't know yet, like how it's going to be, but like, I kind of want it to be violent. You it's know? I want to see, I want to see that side of the. Of the Star Wars universe, you know, I want to see him. I want to see him slice heads off and like, yeah, I mean, violently, viol- violently beat people to a pulp. I want to see that stuff. So, and you watched the original trilogy, right? Yeah, I mean, duh. Yeah, ignore oh. in the audio. Yeah, I mean, oh ignore my. my pen just destroying the rest of my desk there. <laughs> I feel insulted, but go ahead. 
Yeah. I just want to make sure. I want to make sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because normally when you ask that question, you get the, yeah, I watched it when I was a kid. Mm. But I watched it. I watch it not every year, but every other year at the very least. Yeah. And I'm not a super nerd or anything. I just think that it was done well and it, you know. Uh, Wait a minute. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Could you say that again, please? Slower, though? I'm not a super nerd as it pertains to the Star Wars universe. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Really? You sure about that? I know more than the average human being. I guess. Whatever. No, um, yeah, carry on. Whatever. Either way. I'm kind of in your boat. Like I used to be like I used to be like a real tryhard when it yeah. comes to the to Star Wars. Especially when I was a kid. Like reading novels and stuff and Right. The biggest thing for me was the the lightsabers. Like anything that had to do with the lore of the lightsabers, I was all about it. Mm-hmm. I mean Kyber Crystals, everything. Because I just the <laughs> energy, just the basic concept of how they uh, explained the energy of the lightsabers. And then, of course, the Force. I mean, that's all super cool. Yeah. Midichlorians, totally. Yeah. No? Yeah, no? Yeah? They're the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah, I think they are. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Yeah. R.I.P. Either way, the thing everybody thought that Boba Fett was so cool and did nothing. Well, that's that was the weird thing, right? Yeah. Is that he was so cool, but he didn't really do anything. He, I mean, he just looked cool, and he had a deep voice, and he's the guy that got Han Solo and all that jazz. How many lines did he have? <laughs> like three. I was going to say that's three or four. It, right? Yeah, just like nothing. So now they're making a whole series behind him. Well, no, it's not about... It's not about Boba Fett. Right, but about the race, the Mandalorian race there. But, I mean, literally. No, but technically, was he a Mandalorian? I think so. No, I don't think he was, no. He just had the gear. He was a clone. Yeah, he was a clone, but of a Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which means he's a Mandalorian. I don't think Jango Fett was a Mandalorian. I think he just had the armor. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. In the uh, in the original canon, though, he was Mandalorian. Yeah. Boba Fett. Because the armor is ancient. It's ancient armor. It's passed on from... Like generation, or passed on is a rough thing in the Star Wars universe because I mean, yeah, heck. although Jango Fett wore a set of Mandalorian armor during his time as a bounty hunter, the government of Mandalore regarded him as a renegade and pretender. But so that he, doesn't mean that he's not Mandalorian. Right? Yeah, you know, he left the city. He's still rocking the same jeans. Yeah, but his his gear also doesn't look like theirs. Like if you look at if you look it it looks similar, but there are a lot of differences between their gear between Django Fett's and like the, I think their guards or um, like quote police yeah um, that wear those there. So, but theirs is more streamlined. You cannot have an entire race of bounty hunters. It doesn't work. Yeah, they're not right. an entire race though. Like that's the thing. Like it's not. That's what they're known for. I, I, even in the series, that's what they're known for. It's not like they're just a rich, vibrant community. No, 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 no. Yeah, they are. They're an entire city. But here's the thing. Like, the ones that become bounty hunters are like a gang. They split off from the entirety of the population to go do their own thing and become bounty hunters. But it's not the entire race is, like, known as bounty hunters. There's, like, a subset of them that kind of ruins it for everybody else. But that is canon, yeah. Not all of them are bounty hunters. No, it's a, a subset of them. Oh, no, of course. I mean, all of them wouldn't be but i mean that's what they're known for if i live in a you know a football community even though i don't play football that's what my community is known for you know what i mean yeah so that's the thing it's like man i don't like fred i'm about to put a hundred on him you know what i mean <laughs> one of these bounty hunters or up and comers are gonna go after fred <laughs> so i just i hope that they do that well that's gonna help me invest in that even if they don't do it well i'll watch it but it'll help me invest in the lore i just think if the production value is right 
And if they kind of like what John was saying, that it's like kind of violent, kind of dark. Oh yeah, and gritty. That they just allow it, you know, because it'll feel yeah. natural if that's the case. He's got to have proper motivation, or he or she, the Mandalorian, has to have proper motivation, and that can't be like, oh, my parents died. Oh man, dude, I'm I'm just gonna jump in now. So I was listening to the Verge cast like a day or two ago, and they had some uh, reporter chick on, and she was talking about the one thing that. Netflix has over Apple TV is that Apple TV Plus is not going to have a bunch of violent stuff on it. And I was like, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, do you? Because like C is probably the most violent thing that you're going to see. Uh, All of the reviews have come uh, out that is basically um, come out, have base, have said that there is a lot more adult violence and like sexual scenes and stuff coming from this show that nobody saw coming. Doesn't Jason Momoa, or yeah, whatever his name is, have a, have in his contract that if he's in a scene, it's considered a sexual scene? <laughs> I think anywhere he is is a sexual scene. It probably is. I would imagine so. <laughs> Guy can't go out to eat the waitresses, am I right? I mean, that's just like one thing, but I think, I think violence is something that we didn't think was going to come from like Disney or Apple, but I mean, really? I mean, they're trying to reel in as many like as much of the audience and, and viewership as they can so then why don't they put deadpool in there dude i'm sure it's coming uh, honestly like at the, the rate all going. the hints say that they are i mean they say that they're going to be allowing deadpool to be r-rated i'm sure to be fair it'd be to some degree less than it has been because it has to no be. but i mean why isn't why isn't deadpool 1 and deadpool 2 oh not on disney oh, plus okay. yeah that's what i was saying mm-hmm. same with logan yeah, those are like those are probably things that people would want to watch, you know. But again, like you know, they'd have to have like a separate, like some kind of segregation, like Netflix does, where they have like the kids' version and the, like different accounts and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think they're trying to keep that separate, which is why I don't know. Don't quote me on this, but why they're keeping it separate from like Hulu and um whatever else they own. Everything, which is ev- which is everything. Yeah. I mean, business Jesse coming to the mic right now, but. That could be a subsection of their contract that has to do with some sort of royalty being paid to these prior made movies. And since those were some of the highest grossing movies out there that wasn't under the Disney umbrella, they could just say, you know what, we're better off not having them on here because people are going to gravitate towards them and that's going to take money away from the other IPs that we currently own and could possibly make more money off of. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound right. Like, I know where you're coming from, but, like, just, like, listening to it and knowing how much money Disney owns and all the properties they own, like, I don't see that being a reason. I think it's more about, like, how they're going to be seen as and how many families are going to get Disney, like Disney+. Plus. I think that's more along the lines of where it is because you don't want the, you don't want the backlash of, like, this dropping and then hearing nightmare and horror stories from their kids watching, you know, Deadpool or Logan or anything yeah. like that. They could release it later. Yeah, because, I mean, parents yeah. are definitely going to be turning their kids over with a tablet or a phone or whatever. Just to, like, you know, go, go nuts on this. Yeah, not to mention, like, all of Disney's properties aren't dropping as soon as Disney Plus comes out on the 12th. Not even close. Not even, like, the majority of everything that Disney owns that they could put and will put on their streaming service is dropping as soon as it comes out. There's a lot. I think it's, like, 800 movies and TV shows are coming. But, like, if you sit back and look at how many they own, 800 is a fraction of everything. Yeah. And, like, even the Marvel movies. Not all the Marvel movies are dropping. You have Captain Marvel 
and Avengers, and there's like maybe a couple more, but not like every single movie since Iron Man is going to be on Disney Plus. So I think that's probably leaning straight into Deadpool as well. It's just one of those properties they haven't figured out how they're going to put on there, but it will come. And if it doesn't, it'll go to Hulu. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think that's going to be, we'll probably cover that when it comes out, though. I mean, everyone will. It's Disney Plus. I mean, it's going to be huge. So gigantic. Yeah. So, um, but speaking of, uh, well, I, I don't even know if they were big things, but uh, one of the big things is that, uh, I mean, Blizzard lost one of their biggest sponsors. As a as a paraphrasing setup, and then I'll let Steven take this, I'm going to set up the platform to which he's going to propel himself forward on. Woot woot. But Mitsubishi, a very obvious uh, non-American-based company, is backing out as a sponsor behind anything Blizzard-related, but namely anything that has to do with their professional market or um, any kind of sponsorship of any um, e-athletes that they're going to have going forward into these Hearthstone events specifically, but, uh, you know, moreover, the entire umbrella of Blizzard um, professional events. But, Stephen, tell us how that makes you feel just off the cuff for sure because i know we just found out on the previous recording that john had been an avid hearthstone player at some point in his life yeah yeah and that was a huge reveal that we lost to space and time somewhere but (laughs) our reaction steven and i i'm trying my best to bring the same energy but holy cow what a reveal (laughs) my point was for some people you know just the game going stale or the game going bad is enough to make me quit and then <clears throat> something like this is enough to make me just shut the door on it forever and yeah. i'm kind of like wash my hands of it now and i don't care like i've gotten over how much money i spent on that game throw it in the ocean like the old lady at the end yeah, of the Titanic. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know it's kind of like whatever man right I, like now it's like i won't even play the game i won't even touch it ever again it's just hard. i used to play that game religiously the closest i got to that was i mean i i spent entirely too much money on Yu-Gi-Oh cards but you know whatever <laughs> i was gonna say that last recording i was like he was like yeah it's kind of like a step down from magic and i was like well what does that make Yu-Gi-Oh? yeah like i don't want to bring this up because that like one step john up? might I don't beat know. me up <laughs> no, no, no i'm not because like again like you know people love that like there's there are, like at one of the stores i play magic at like there are more people that show up to play Yu-Gi-Oh. what kind of people John, how would you classify uh, these people? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, a bunch of them are like there are there are a lot of kids that play, but you know, and poke the Pokemon trading card game is making a big a big return too. I never learned how to play Pokemon the trading card game, but but you but you collected them, did you not? Yeah, I did. You did see? I mean, I mean, I I even I even knew I knew. You start <laughs> off by saying that you still had to have them, so. That's the one thing is like, you know, that was kind of genius about the whole trading card game market is like they're able to market to any like people that don't even play. So what made you what made you stop playing Hearthstone, though? Oh, well, what I had said before in the deleted archives of earlier tonight, (laughs) when I was playing it, when I was getting real deep into, you know, the strategies and the meta and trying to climb the ladder and being trying to be competitive in the game, I was just like, man, like I would think of other ways to win that would only be possible if I was playing Magic. And I was like, all right, well maybe I'll try playing Magic again. And I went to like an F and M, uh, did like a like a, a draft or whatever, a Friday Night Magic. It's like 
they okay. have these things at at game stores where it's like a game night, like but Friday night, for yeah, like yeah, Friday yeah. night is the is the, like everywhere is gonna have something going on. Yeah, this is like I was like this is really uh, interesting and kind of cool seeing you know socially interacting with somebody. Yeah, it's a way to bring people together. As opposed to somebody, and I still have the screenshot too. I'll maybe I'll try to find it so I can so you can add it to the show notes. But a guy telling me to drink bleach because I beat him in a Hearthstone game. Oh wow, that's great! I love that. <laughs> it's like that's awesome. It's like that would never happen in, in a face-to-face game. That's real emotion. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll try to find that picture. So. <laughs> just oh like, man, just looking at somebody across the table is like, hey man, hey man, why don't you drink a gallon of bleach right now? Because you know you're playing a toxic deck and you're cancer. Look, there's some chlorine because... in the back. <laughs> Go take care of it. I get so hyped. Man, I mean, raw human emotion just, it fascinates me. Yeah, so... Well, Blizzard lost that. Yeah, and that's... It's really interesting because, uh, you know, just to just to quote the article that I'll have in the show notes, you know, Taiwan is often the subject of contentious disputes between the Chinese government and businesses around the world. Like, Mitsubishi, for those that don't know, is based in Japan. So everything going on in Hong Kong right now is, like, at their front door. They know full well what's going on. And so what's interesting is that it took this long for Mitsubishi to pull out or for word of it to come out. And it's it's just kind of mind blowing that. And I think this is definitely like the like the first real domino to fall. This is kind of um, we've had like streamers being muted and not hearing their voice. And then we've had some college students get banned as well um, for standing up against this. But this is like the real big financial blow to Blizzard. Yeah, it's a pretty big sponsor that they lost. Like that that's got to hurt, right? Like that's got to hurt real bad. Yeah, and they just brought over Blizzard just brought over a new like a new GM or like um Yeah, it's from they he was from Microsoft, I believe. Yeah. Uh, what is his name? Yabara or something? Mhm. So he's going to be taking over and probably the worst time in Blizzard history. How exciting, man. I mean, how exciting for him. I wonder how much they offered him. They had to offer him a lot of money. And right? there was no way this is like, this just happened within the past month. This has been something in the works for a while, and they were going to announce it at BlizzCon or soon before. And so now all this shit has hit the fan, and they're like, hey, uh, so can you fix it, P- please? I'd assume they offered him like a decent wage, and now he's like, "Man, I am gonna, I'm gonna ask for a raise. Like, they are not gonna deny me. I'm getting benefits. I'm getting whatever I want." Yeah, and I wonder if that Q and A is going to be more centered around him, because that could be a good way. That would be a really good way for him to basically deflect everything that happened before he got there, and then yeah. talk more about the future of Blizzard. And it sounds really cheesy, and it's a very company-esque way to dodge it but it it's definitely a strategy it's a valid strategy right it's a valid strategy because they can't you can't boo this guy well i mean you, you probably can for accepting the job but like you can't throw tomatoes at this dude for the the past shit that happened before he even got he even took the position you know yeah so it's like it's kind of it's kind of like you have to let him talk now you know like he has a right to speak now yeah the last guy no way you're more interested to hear what he has to say yeah, so I think that would probably be the best route for them to take. If, you know, because, you know, John was talking earlier about how, you know, how they're actually going through with BlizzCon and they're going to be doing a Q&A and how exciting. Yeah. Like that really is because nobody saw that coming. 
Oh, yeah. Man, we had a peak in energy when we were talking about the Q&A. John said he was wetting his whistle. He was doing his stretches. <laughs> he might be in yoga. We don't know. I was licking my chops. I was rubbing my hands, getting ready to feast on all of this amazing, all these amazing memes that are going to come out of just the Q&A panels alone. Oh, yeah. We'll test for blood doping later, but... Didn't they say they were gonna uh, they were going to kick out people that were dressed as Winnie the Pooh and stuff, too? I think that's just their thing, though. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a China thing. Yeah, China has nothing to do with that at all. I mean, that's what they said. We we have. I don't to want to divert, it. but I don't think he looks like Winnie the Pooh that much. I'm just gonna bring that up. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It it was basically like somebody made a joke that he looks like Winnie the Pooh and like made some like random ass like picture or something, and like he <laughs> lost his goddamn mind about it for yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, he got so upset about it that he basically <laughs> fueled that fire. Yeah, is the... And now it's everywhere. Oh, my God. And they would have had... They, every single person in attendance would have been dressed as Winnie the Pooh. Did you see the... Did <laughs> Did you see the, like, little toddler that went to uh, the White House dressed as Winnie the Pooh? No. Oh, bother. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'm glad I broke Steven with that one. It's, it's, it's really good. I pasted that, that screenshot of from my hearthstone days oh yeah by the way it was uh from july 31st 2015 by the way oh which man is quite a while ago oh yeah dude i love it this. was this is so good <laughs> yeah antifreeze that's better than bleach yeah i was like i was like man i thought it was bleach but it was antifreeze shame your mom didn't die of a tumor before you of got a tumor here. not the cancer <laughs> yeah i mean that wouldn't stop you from getting there he just wanted your mom to die before you beat him in the game yeah <laughs> Shame your mom didn't die of a tumor before you got like you can't make this stuff up. Oh my god! This is why this is why I love getting hate mail on Destiny, guys, because I just love this stuff. I'm no stranger to it. I'm no stranger to it. I want Stephen to post this in the show notes, and I want everyone to read John's reaction because it really shows you what kind of person that we're dealing with right here on this podcast. <laughs> this man is confident. You know what I mean? <laughs> this guy right here. Has to take a wheelbarrow with him when it's time to leave the house because his testicles are too big. Dude. He says, LOL, okay, to that uh, cancerous <laughs> comment. And you get an LOL, you lost from drink a gallon of antifreeze. Oh, this, he sticks to the facts. You guys are getting a pure neutral. This is like if Switzerland was on steroids. You know what I mean? <laughs> I present you John Suarez right here. Hey, look, we're uh, we're starting World War II. LOL, okay. <laughs> yeah. John's like, I'm not going to participate, but not only am I not going to participate, but if anyone looks at me, I'm going to flex on you. <laughs> that's John Suarez right there. But yeah, so that's, you know, that's how, that's my hearth, my hearthstone days. I mean, that is, that is what, 2015? So, man, that's after... That's after the Halo days, though, man. Like, you want some cancerous... Oh, yeah, Halo... Well, actually, Halo, they would just tell me in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> no need for Halo chat. Halo and Modern Warfare 1 and 2? Like, come on, dude. You don't send messages. You... Y'all people don't know. Well, maybe you do know. No, some people out there, these Fortnite kids, like, they had no idea what it was like back then. Right. Where they had proximity chat, so you could actually... You could creep up to the dude and then tell him you're going to slit his throat with your battle rifle or just or just like beat him in the back of the head and then teabag him listen i've told people before no horror game can compete 
to having proximity chat. You know what I mean? Like hearing that, you're like, oh, oh God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, that's why I love that's why I love Call of Duty. Well, loved past tense. Is because like if you come up on somebody that's camping, you could just like dance all around them and like teabag them while they're just hard scoping, have no idea. Oh, and yeah. then you kill them and they have to watch the kill feed <laughs> of whatever you're doing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the best, man. Yeah. People wonder why Turtle Beach made cheap headphones. You know what I mean? And people were people breaking those left and right. <laughs> Oh man! Because you could see, you could see your dude, you could see your uh, your killer do like a 720 in the air and no scope headshot you from like 300 yards away, and yeah. then tee back, and it just feels bad. Oh man! And the noob combo, man, dude. Imagine, dude, the amount of like toxic shit you would hear from people that like didn't use the noob combo because they thought they were better. I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you shit. immediately, and then I'm gonna run away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna kill you with minimal ammo wasted. Yeah, I'm going to shoot a plasma bullet at you, watch it track you, and then I'm just going to shoot you with a battle rifle. But either way, that's Blizzard. I mean, if you guys have, <laughs> you guys have all heard about Blizzard, just to backtrack, you guys probably, I mean, I feel like the mass majority feels the same way about Blizzard right now. Everyone knows they didn't handle it correctly, regardless of what side you're on, which is only one real side you need to take. Only Sith talking absolutes. Yeah, but Blizzard didn't handle it correctly. Anything. I don't think they handled anything. They didn't handle shit for like a week. And then they came out with stuff. But yeah, yeah, I agree. It's pretty rough. Yeah, so uh, tune in November 1st for the uh, BlizzCon, and we will see how much shit they eat. (laughs) I can't wait. It's going to be great. I'm going to get my popcorn. I feel like we're at the top of News Mountain now. We're getting ready to head down the slope, and we're going to have so much news hitting us in the face over the next couple weeks. It's going to be insane. We got BlizzCon November 1st. We also have Apple TV Plus November 1st. We have Disney Plus on November 12th. And then we have new games also dropping. We also have new TV shows dropping uh, with HBO's shows that are coming out. Yeah, we, we got a lot of stuff, man. So this is all confirmed. You'll get Hulu with Sprint? You have Hulu with Sprint. That's how I have Hulu. So well, when the T-Mobile Sprint merger happens... Will you get both Hulu and Netflix, or will you get grandfathered in? I'm not sure. So the, so the right now, um, for those that don't know, right now Congress is deciding whether or not to allow again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, whether or not to allow the four carrier system to move to a three carrier system. Now, anybody that knows anything about competition knows that no, that's a bad idea. But basically, T-Mobile would take over Sprint and get all of their customers and they would just get their their spectrum yeah probably too yeah so that right now is being talked about by the fcc so we have no idea if it's going to be allowed yet because it hasn't uh, been released it's supposed to be decided on this week i want to say either this week or next week so we will find out so i I really have no idea how that's going to work out but yeah if you have um a sprint unlimited plan you get base hulu for free and then you get a discount for every tier i just have the base amount but um that's pretty cool it's nice so yeah would it be worth it for you to upgrade to un- like would that make it worth your while nah like would adding that pay for hulu and then give you unlimited data well like i have unlimited data i like i've had it for like ever since i came to sprint like that's mm-hmm. what enticed me to move from verizon because verizon was 
about a billion dollars per bill. So I was like, uh, no. Uh, so I've had Sprint since 2014, 2015, and I've had very little problems and any problems that I do have, like they fix. But of course, like every person's going to say that about their carrier if they're like remotely happy. So I'm obviously biased, but I don't mind base Hulu because the ads aren't, they aren't overwhelming. And most of the time, like you, they're unskippable. So you, they're not like YouTube where it's like, uh, can I skip it? Can I? Uh, no, no, no. It's like, you can't skip, just deal with it. But they're only like between 30 seconds or 90 seconds. Uh, so it will tell you at the top left, like how long you have. And then you can just like move on. But I have no interest in upgrading like at all. A, because it would make my bill higher. But B, just because I don't care. It's not a big deal for me. And I'm not using Hulu every single day. I usually just watch um, like My Hero Academia or like One Punch Man. And that's really it. But those episodes only come out once a week. So I don't really have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, T-Mobile gave Netflix away in 2017. I say gave it away, but it included Netflix with the service of T-Mobile. So, I mean, they've they've at least got a base in doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of Netflix, I mean, what we're talking about here is basically every carrier gets you a streaming service, which is really interesting because we haven't heard anything from AT&T, who owns Time Warner, who also owns HBO. With Verizon, you get Disney Plus. With Sprint, you get Hulu. With T-Mobile, you get Netflix. With AT&T, you get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even get good customer service there either. Dude, John <laughs> Oliver like shits all over them every episode, and I think it's hilarious. Which is crazy. I mean, because A&T... AT&T claims to have the biggest user base. I think they do. And the reason why I think they do is because they were originally the exclusive carrier for the first iPhones. Like the first two or three generations of iPhones were AT&T only. Yeah. Wow. And I think people people just stayed on there. And I think that was a big, like that was probably a pretty, pretty uh, good move on their part to get exclu- exclusivity at for like up front because people don't even think about it now they're just like whatever i have what i have and i'm not gonna change because that would be a hassle you know yeah and they weren't they were owned by singular wireless at the time yeah so that was that was before at&t became the huge powerhouse that everybody knows them as today singular was like eh. yeah you can almost say that apple kind of carried them to where they are now too you could even make that argument yeah yeah, for sure. And AT&T is one of those exclusive ones that usually gets a new phone before everybody else. I mean, yeah, I mean they do. They get almost all the new phones. Yeah. I mean, AT&T did that big thing. This is this is my my business Jesse segment the second time over. AT&T did that thing that's so common when you get too big for your own bridges. They went to that merger with Time Warner. Well, all that any of these up and coming it's hard to call them up and coming because they're all, they were already powerhouses like Apple. I mean, Google, everybody in that same realm of uh, profit. All they had to do was delay that from happening. You know, when AT&T went to a merger with Time Warner, then all anybody had to do was just say, hey, I think that's Monopoly. And now you have to wait a year and a half to complete this merger. And while you do that, we're going to build up everything we can to compete with you. And look where we are now. This is the exact year and a half point at the end of this month, I believe. I don't know. Don't quote me on that exactly because it could be next month. It's definitely calculated because we're seeing streaming services everywhere now. A year and a half ago, we didn't see any 
I mean, dark, stormy cloud forming with all these streaming services, you know? I did. So it's it's funny. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I mean to this degree, though, I mean, with the amount of money spent. No, I mean, I, I definitely saw this coming. And I don't know, I, I, I would make the argument that we all did. Or at least those of us that are remotely tech savvy are like talking about this stuff. We knew this is where it was going. You hear about, like, the last year wasn't the only year that we've heard about people cutting cable off. This has been, yeah. like, people have been reported, like, Charter has reported losses for, like, the past four or five years of people leaving. Like, this isn't... This isn't new, but I can see what you mean. Like what you mean is like it wasn't as mainstream or well known to like the average person. But oh, yeah. those well, of yeah. us that like did, like yeah, no, this was this was where it was going as soon as Netflix became a thing, and then we had Hulu. Like as soon as that happened, there was no going back. This no, is absolutely. definitely where it's going. That was the whole point of the streaming service industry in the first place was to condense what we had in cable TV. And now it seems like we're getting cable 2.0 because mm-hmm. everywhere has their own streaming streaming service. And now they're just competing for uh, intellectual properties. And you're at a divide. You know, do I really care about friends that much or do I want to go watch <laughs> Marvel movies? Like, which one do I want? So that's the big uh, divide that we're having now. And that's what they're talking about right here in Wall Street Journal was that AT&T opened that up to us when they announced in a big bold move that they were going to merge with Time Warner but they were restricted from having access to Time Warner <laughs> until February of this year when it wow. appealed to the government's uh, appeal of the antitrust verdict <laughs> <laughs> so basically they flexed on the playground and then had to wait 6 months before they could even act at all on what they flexed on which gave all these big industries plenty of time to build up their arsenal. You know what I mean? Well, and that's kind of where we are now, right? I mean, AT&T has, what, like four different streaming apps right now. And so now it's about consolidation into one because you don't want four apps. You don't want your customer base split four different ways. Uh, that causes confusion and anger and irritation. You want everybody to be able to go to one place. And when they think AT&T or they think HBO, they go one place. You know, Jesse, you were telling me that like a couple weeks ago, you know, you it's what, like the two step rule, you know, anything after that and you start to lose people. It's the same thing here. If I want to go watch, you know, the Game of Thrones prequel and if I go one place and it's not there and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm at the point in streaming services where if I can't find it there, I'm like, okay, well, I'm fucking done. I don't care. Like, I'll just switch to a different service. So I think, yeah, within this within, you know, HBO Max is going to launch in May. And it's going to be the, it's supposed to have, we're supposed to have tiered services launching in 2021, but the initial tier for sign up in May is going to be $15. And, and we don't know what the quality of the playback is going to be. We don't know if you'll be able to like download for offline use. There are a lot of still unknowns because right now Netflix, you you know, John, you know this better than I do. You know, you have to pay extra just to get a better quality video. Yeah, just to get 4K HDR streaming. You have to pay more. And multi-users too, because they restricted that. Because people were exploiting it. (laughs) I mean, they still are. (laughs) Yeah, the people are still are, yeah. They're trying, but like... What are you gonna do? Geolock people? Like, how are you gonna? How are you going to justify that when you have like families that travel and stuff? Like, so yeah, it's really interesting, and I don't think fifteen dollars is enough. It's it's not enough for me to get HBO Max. 
I'll probably do like a trial period and then I'll be done with it because yeah, they have friends and they will have the Game of Thrones thing. And then, you know, they're going to have the, the only show that I'm excited for is His Dark Materials, which is a great book series. And if you've ever read The Golden Compass, that's what this is. The Golden Compass is book one in the series, but the TV show looks way more in line with the book and Lin-Manuel Miranda is in the show. He's the guy that was in Coco, right? Yeah, and Hamilton. He's the guy that wrote the songs, I think. Yeah, he Coco. wrote Hamilton. And Hamilton, yeah. And also for Yeah, Moana. that dude's just talent. He's just talent. Awesome. Yeah, he did Moana too. Yeah, he's just talent personified. So um, they definitely have some big, some big um, things, but I still don't think it's enough. At least for me, anyways. Yeah, I don't know about I mean, you guys. HBO isn't the the cash cow that they can really bank on because HBO has already promised to everyone else all the time. But they are packaged with cable subscriptions all over the place. You can get HBO on Amazon. Um, HBO has their own um, subscription that's still going to remain relevant for the foreseeable future, which is called HBO Now. Not to be confused with AT&T's version, HBO Max. And like we just said, there's not a whole heck of a lot of content HBO's weighing out from one to the other, you know? Well, and they're losing Harry Potter. Like, they have it right now, but they don't own the rights to Harry Potter. So they will lose that to, is it Peacock? I think they'll lose that to Peacock. Oh, God, really? But I don't think HBO, they don't own the rights to Harry Potter. Like, it's there now, but they, they're losing it. So it's either NBC or, or CBS. It's one of the two. At this point, I'm not even sure J.K. Rowling owns the rights to Harry Potter. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, that's every, that's all the, that's all them. But I mean, and then we have PlayStation View and that's its own fucking nightmare. What's that now? I don't know. I couldn't hear it from all the way down there. <laughs> uh, so Sony launched their own television streaming service where you can get like cable channels on like a PlayStation and it was called Ugh. PlayStation view. And it, how much, how much was it again? When it started, I always forget when it started, it was like 30 or 35 bucks and it's gone up like three or four times since it's launched and has never turned a profit. Gross. It has just gone down over and over and over again. Just like that person we all knew in high school. What? Thanks Jesse. I appreciate that. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> That's how I feel about PlayStation View. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're finally shutting it down. You know, there were rumors, you know, about a week ago that they were looking to sell it. But who wants it? No one. No one wants PlayStation View. Every service is coming out with their own streaming. And you would have to look into all the, like, all the back-end stuff you would have to deal with. Dude, who wants to who wants to fire up their PlayStation and, and wait 10 minutes for, to, for the OS to, oh, to load? before watching a television show right deny all the friend requests yeah who wants to be watching um modern family with their with their wife and then on playstation <laughs> all the notifications want to have yeah have one of those spam girls uh message you saying hey baby yeah <laughs> check my pics here yeah no because that's what the shit that they send that's a very specific <laughs> example john no, but seriously though no but I mean, no, I've gotten those. Have you not gotten that? I have yet? not gotten that. Listen, I'm not really? even attractive enough to get fake people. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> reach out. You can vouch for me, right? Yeah, I've, I've gotten like those a few seen, times. Yeah, I know what you've you're talking seen about. Those. Wow, you know what? I'm envious of you guys and your fake spam. No, you, you're not. <laughs> no, it's annoying you as shit. Not be envious. I just want to feel wanted. You know, <laughs> dude, I want just you. Saying. 
Oh, well, who thank wants? You. Yeah. yeah. Who man. wants that? Who wants to watch TV on something like that? Like they got other things. They got bigger fish to fry than having people watch TV on their game console. Dude, and then you'd have to like incorporate it into your own app, or or have. And then again, we go back to the two-step thing. Then, like, let's say Apple buys PlayStation View, which they're not. Like this, this is just completely. It's irrelevant. But like, say Apple TV Plus decides, or Apple just like decides to put that in with apple tv plus then you're telling people to go two different places for completely different content why come january playstation view is dead and thank god because uh they didn't they didn't deserve to to uh swindle all their their customers that way like that's that's garbage it's 50 or 55 dollars oh yeah the worst part is that means they have a department dedicated to it that could have been dedicated to making the operating system of the playstation better dude i all i want for playstation for the ui all i want is when i go into like the tv you guys know what i'm talking about like the tv app to look at all like the various apps that i have yeah all i want is to be able to customize that look to whatever i want I don't want PlayStation View. I don't want videos. I don't want ESPN in there. The only thing I want to see is Hulu, Amazon Prime, and Netflix, and YouTube. Those are the only things that I want in there. And I can't customize it. I can't delete those apps. And it bugs the ever-loving shit out of me because I have to scroll like all the way to the right just to get to YouTube. Or just give me a folder I can put them all in so I can play my games. And when I want to do something other than play my games on my gaming console, (laughs) I could go to that folder. Well, you can make folders. You can make folders. I just made one. But you can't make a folder within its own. You can only put in apps that it chooses to let you put those in. No. Like how you're talking about customizing is what I want. But you can't do it right now. So. Way to go PlayStation. Yeah. Maybe you can with Microsoft and their Xbox. I mean, they're basically moving to become a leasing service anyways so no oh, i'm sorry I, I i tripped over that segue let me get right into the <laughs> thank you hey thanks man. so Appreciate it. do you feel like that sony is actually scared of xbox and that's why they removed the fastest console from the website or are they just saying like we don't need to make that claim or what what do you think in there yeah i i think i think they are i think the more news that comes out about xbox the more nervous it makes PlayStation because they have been the only one to talk this big game. And the Xbox One is so much better than the PlayStation. It is faster. You have 4K gaming. You have the ability to upload in full resolution, unlike the regular PlayStation where you can only upload in 720p. It bothers the shit out of me like when I save game clips and I'm playing in 1080 but when I save the clip and decide to upload it to, say, YouTube, I can only upload at 720. Now, if you have a PlayStation 4 Pro, you can upload in 10, 1080p. That's what I have. Like, that's not... It's not even 1440. Like, we're not even close to 4K. Right. Yet, uh, Xbox can play 60 frames a second. They can do yeah. all of this stuff. PlayStation can't. Not even the PS4 Pro can so the more news that we hear sorry go ahead no the uh i just know this because that's this is why i i had a playstation 4 just regular and i ended up upgrading to a pro but i upgraded (laughs) for this reason uh because playstation 4 pro can stream in 4k it just cannot read 4k so it can pull 4k if it's already formatted that way basically so it can say all right it's formatted that way let me transport it to this device and play it for you because all the hard work was done already 
but you cannot put in a 4K or a Ultra HD disc and get that quality out of the system. But you can on the Xbox One, whatever their high-end version of it. X. I really, I have high hopes for the PlayStation 5. I do. I, I, I mean, I have no desire to play on Xbox. I left that years ago. But um, yeah, I really do think that's why they pulled it because the... You know, Xbox isn't out there flaunting all this stuff constantly. We we don't even know, we don't know much about Scarlet. I mean, we know a little bit, but I think right now we know way more about... It's probably for the best, though, right now. You oh, know, yeah. That way we're not expecting too much. Yeah, and that's the problem that Sony's running, running into now, is now Microsoft is starting to turn it up. Now they're... Silently. Yeah, and they're not, like, coming out and bragging. They're not holding events where they're showing Spider-Man loading in less than a second. You know, they're just like, hey, look, um, so, you know, we're doing this now. And, and uh, you know, if you want to start paying for your, your new Xbox, you know, you can start paying for it now. Meanwhile, Sony, you know, just wants to keep bragging about, like, you know, all the things they're doing with their controllers and stuff. And, yeah, it's, it's definitely, we definitely got the hype train going. But, A, you, you know, you're going to run into a couple problems. Like, either A, you're going to run into, they're going to run out of things to, st- to talk about. And it's just going to be, like rehashing the stuff we already know uh or b uh, microsoft is going to start pumping out their specs and they're going to be better than playstation and then you have the you know the press over at like sony trying to figure out what the fuck that they're gonna do to try and spin this a good way yeah Yeah, i don't know man i mean that was the craziest thing during the last release of these consoles i don't know if you guys had to experience this but i definitely did but when Xbox One came out and PlayStation 4 came out, huge debates happened in this guy's life about which console was better because you were debating about completely and totally different things. Xbox yeah. tried to be an everything console, and PlayStation said, we really just want to focus on gaming. But we just talked about the fact that PlayStation canceled their version of a cable service, and now Xbox <laughs> is saying, you know what? People probably didn't want everything. Yeah, because remember the... F- Remember the first iteration of the Xbox One? They had that HDMI input mm-hmm. port on there yeah. where you could connect your cable, like your cable box, yeah. directly to the to the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were trying to be an everything console. Yeah. Right? So now we have the we have one S and it just like dances circles all around PlayStation. Over and over. Like the like the gaming podcast that I listen to, you know, when it comes to like resolution mode or frame rates and stuff like that, like PlayStation can't do it. And it, like that was never more apparent than Borderlands. Yeah. yeah. You have to choose what you want. You have to choose whether or not you want the resolution or you want the frame rate. You don't have to do that with Xbox. You get both, man, because it can do it. It has the hardware. PlayStation can't, and it doesn't have the hardware. You have to choose. Yeah. And even when you choose, you know, John knows better than either of us. Even when you choose, it's still glitchy, and it still doesn't look as good as it should. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, PlayStation had no regulator on there, you know? That's the thing, is it was trying to, like, when I play Destiny, sometimes I have to turn the high dynamic range off because there is no appropriate regulation on it, you know? when they... you, didn't play, you didn't play Borderlands 3, did you? No. There were people that had to turn off the, the high-res mode because it was messing up their frame rates yeah so they had to like it was kind of like why did i buy this playstation 4 pro (laughs) oh yeah at that point you know it's just not good yeah it's still the highest grossing console out there right now though so that's good 
Yeah, and I mean, that's what we're looking into now is Xbox, well, Microsoft has now released leasing plans. So uh, so basically, if you look at how you basically buy a phone these days, unless you're buying it straight out right, you do a monthly payment plan, right? But now Microsoft has released three different payment plans for a new Xbox. You can get an Xbox One or One S or you can start paying like 20 or 30 bucks now per month and in 12 to 18 payments you can get whatever project scarlet is going to be interesting so they're like subsidizing the cost yeah they're basically just giving you the the chance to start paying it now like an extra 20 bucks now and when you know xbox scarlet drops you can just go get it instead of having to make sure that you have 500 dollars or however much it's going to cost and buy it's it outright enticing is it not? I think it's a really great move, man. It's going to be beneficial to the masses, that's for sure. Especially the yeah. kind of people that are impulsive enough to be um, targets of the microtransaction culture that we're in. <laughs> they would love a payment plan option. Well, not only that, I mean, it's another way to keep people in the ecosystem. It is another way to hold people in Microsoft. So I think it's I think it's a really smart move. I mean, you have that with Apple has it with every single device they have. You can you can do payments on a new Mac, a new iPad, a new watch, or a new phone. Anything you can think of, you can get a payment plan through either Apple's website, through Best Buy, through Amazon, through anywhere that Apple lets you, you can get a payment plan. And then you know, if you want, you can get something else tacked onto it for free if you want to. Like, so some some cell providers let you get a new watch with a new phone. So, I think this is a really smart move from Microsoft. Honestly, hey, they need to get those consoles in into um into homes. They need so to make them. Why not? I want to see the dev kit. It's already out, man. Is it as ugly as the PlayStation one? Is anything as ugly as the PlayStation? <laughs> dev listen, kit? actually, is anything in this world as ugly <laughs> as the PlayStation Five dev kit? <laughs> 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 but you know what google is doing big things <clears throat> regardless of how microsoft feels google we just talked about the pixel last week and the week before actually mm-hmm. um but regardless of the pixel something that was lost also in the audio tracks uh <laughs> yesteryear um was john and i really leading this competition conversation almost a competition because i read <laughs> the word competition no we led this conversation that Google is a um, spearheading the physical ecosystem as it pertains to tech versus Apple's um, software eco- ecosystem that they uh, have definitely perfected. But I mean, even last week we talked about Google kind of cannibalizing the Waze app with their new Google app or Google Maps app and the ability to report on things you see on the road, which is really the Waze claim to fame. You know what I mean? Wait, did you guys ever use Waze or am I just showing my age here? I've used it on other people's devices. <laughs> All right. If that makes any sense. I'm definitely showing my age. So it used to be really clean looking, and that's why you'd use Waze versus any other map app. But now that you can report, like if you see a police officer, you can report anything on Google Maps, is what they're trying to do. They haven't implemented it fully to the degree that Waze has for sure. But either way, Google's done something else that just fits perfectly into their, you know, plant their footprint everywhere type of ecosystem that they're running. And they've made a bid on Fitbit. Hmm. 
Fitbit has not no, many, done many. A lot well. of people use that. Oh yeah, Fitbit. Yeah, yeah, but Fitbit is ugly and sucks. Yeah, their yeah. stock hasn't been great. They don't really cater to the looks of their devices. Well, they don't cater to the software either. Okay, so um, I was saving my. Um, okay, I'm still saving my rage for the AirPods, but um, when Fitbit first came out, it was the first wearable health app you could have. It was the one that kind of led the way in what it was supposed to do where like tracking your heartbeat and stuff like that that thing was ugly as shit it was just a band it looked like a little like a hair tie that you just put around your wrist except just a little thicker but the software that it came with you had to install like a separate app then register on a website then go back to your phone and make sure your phone had an app for it and then like incorporated into whatever workout app you were using at the time it is so so convoluted it, it like it was ridiculous and since then fitbit has gone down uh and now any smartwatch you see is basically an apple watch and if it's not an apple watch it's probably a, a like a samsung gear yeah i mean it, well i mean yeah. apple they they have officially taken just about half of the smartwatch market and claimed it are they really are they really 50 percent just about share? just about yeah wow that's incredible especially since not everybody has an iphone too or an i yeah an iphone yeah it works with all phones yeah i think it's the simplicity of it which is what fitbit used to i mean bargain on it was the accuracy of their devices not you know how great it looked and then they tried to appeal to the rugged market but no one cared about rugged at that time you know they wanted clean and uh you know, just ask Garmin how that works if you want to know how appealing to the rugged <laughs> nature of tech um, fits your uh, price point. Yeah, but I mean, look at Fitbit's history, though. Like, and that's that's kind of where we're at right now. Like, Google wearables is what they're looking into. And I said this when they had their event. I said it. I said it then, and I'm going to say it again. Is like, Google is so fucking late to this game. It's mind blowing. They don't have their own smartwatch. And so this is an easy way to jump into that game where there's already a, like a framework to build on for them, right? Yeah, but do you do you keep do you umbrella the Fitbit brand underneath Google or do you just no, just envelop it completely? Yeah. If it was me, um I would yeah, I would just Google Watch. I don't know. Oh man, I would call it G-Watch or some something else. Google Watch, that's too much. But G-Shock. Why don't we call them G-Shocks? <laughs> G-Shock then, Watch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. You know, I wonder if anybody's ever done that. <laughs> Probably not though. No, it's okay. It's a good name though. Someone should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think when people think Fitbit, they don't think smartwatch. At least I don't. When someone says a Fitbit, I am thinking the most basic of quote health wearables i am not thinking something like an apple watch i'm not i know that they have uh the fitbit blaze and they have certain ones that are similar-ish in style and functionality to an apple watch but it's not an apple watch we all know that and i think the best move for google is to envelop it take its tech and move it into google and basically pixel it like Pixelfy it or however you want to do it, Googlefy it, whatever. God, some of these are expensive. These Fitbit watches, like oh, yeah. yeah, the high end ones. Their cheapest watch was 160 at at launch. 
Man, they have fam- they have smart scales too. Yeah, this is like totally up Google's alley. Yeah, that's something John and I were we were talking about it, but this falls right in line with what Google has always banked on as well. I mean, man, they even have they even have a product for kids that are like oh, toddlers yeah. too. Yeah, heck yeah, that's awesome, dude. I've seen that for sure. I've I've been a part of that market. This is cool. If you haven't seen the Google Maps car, I feel sorry for you because it's there, just certain excitement that happens in your body if you see that car driving by oh yeah one of my friends used to drive for them yeah oh yeah Yeah. Um, they send people out they track their maps i mean google is a hands-on across the market they want their footprint everywhere physically and this is their wheelhouse just on the news alone fitbits rose 27 percent already yeah just from the rumors yeah yeah and again like this gives google a full year right so their their google buds won't come out until next year so give google an entire year i know i know why even announce it but like give give google an entire year with the fitbit watches and to do something with them give them android and stuff like that oh yeah they'll they'll kill it dude they'll knock it out of the park that's what i'm saying all the with all this original products and research and development already gone through. Yeah, and then you can release them at the same time. Just sprinkle that Google Sparkle all over whatever Fitbit has now, and it should be a viable product. But yeah, speaking of vi- speaking of viable products, uh, do you want to close this out with AirPods Pro? God damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have no horse in this race, by the way. You're the audio guy, John. That's true. I know. That's why I don't have a horse in this race. <laughs> How come? Oh, man? my God. All right. No, but, go no. full force ahead. <laughs> I just unclipped your leash. Go. <sighs> okay. So uh, AirPods Pro, they came out. You know, we've been talking about this for a while. There's been rumors. I gave up on it. And uh, I have officially given up on these. They are $250. They have interchangeable, I don't know, gel Thanks. rubber tips. Uh, they're not foam. Yeah. The foam feels better in my opinion, but whatever. They have no other colors, so there's no black. There's no matte black. It's just fucking white. That is it. Uh, they have. It's all the colors combined into one. Oh yeah. I I God. I saw that. I saw somebody say something like that on Reddit, and I was like, <laughs> I hope that guy got buried because I was actually not serious at all. Oh man, so I, I don't. That dude got I don't know. So. I didn't even look, but like, look they. <sighs> Like, the total battery life you get out of these is worse than the Gen 2 AirPods. They are IP4 water resistant, but that basically means nothing. It means, like, you can basically do whatever you do with your regular AirPods now. You can just do it with these because I have I have used both Gen 1 and Gen 2 at the gym. I have used both Gen 1 Gen 2 getting rained on. Uh, I don't take showers with them because they're not that good, but, like... This is nothing new. This is the same old Apple shit that we get when it comes to, you know, new products, when it comes to, like, the AirPods, and when it comes to the iPhone. Like, I don't know why Apple is so goddamn scared of making something legit waterproof, and I don't know why it's so difficult for them to do it. I don't know if it's a certification that they have to pay for that they don't want to pay for. But what this tells me is that Apple is not ready or is not willing to go the extra mile to make them completely waterproof. Are there are there headphones out there that are completely waterproof? Yeah. I think my I think my um my Bose earbuds are like somebody told me that you could that you could leave them in the washing machine and it would be fine. Hmm. Does that count as completely waterproof? That I would, would think yeah. so. Yeah. And you can't do that with AirPods. 
That's what you're telling me? No. It's sweat and like a light <laughs> rain. If you can imagine like a mist. Okay. If anything, they, I mean, they could come up with a, I mean, again, like we're talking tears here, but like a different product in the family that would be for that purpose, for running in the rain or swimming or something. Oh, see, here's the thing. You know? like, they still don't back the iPhone. When you look at the iPhone's warranty, it does not cover water damage. We talked about this when the iPhone 11 yeah, and 11 Pro that's came true. They are so fucking scared of backing their products. They don't want to, and nobody knows why. It doesn't make any sense. They might be They might be scared because, like, what is actually fully waterproof now, you know? Like, yeah. somebody will... Somebody out there, some vlogger will try to break the device and will succeed. And then they're facing, you know, millions of dollars in people who just will jump into a pool now well, with their phone. It comes down to, like, what Apple is willing to back up. Like, you have not only the warranty when you buy the phone, um, the manufacturer warranty, but then you also have Apple Care that you pay for. So in case anything happens you know that you can exchange it for a discounted rate and get something out of it. You can't do that with if there's water damage. You can't. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You have to pay for either the rest of the device or get a new one. And like it is the one thing that I loathe when it comes to Apple because every other like phone manufacturer does this. You know, like they will straight up say, "Yeah, it's waterproof." I mean, the Note Plus, the Galaxy S10 Plus, all waterproof. And they back it up in their ads. They like dunk them in water and then they just show people like playing on them just for fun. But Apple, meanwhile, will show the iPhone 11 dropped in water and then they're like, they, they don't say anything. They just leave the customer to assume it's waterproof, but it's not. So when the customer is like, oh yeah, but I thought it was waterproof. And then they do the same old thing. They're like, hey, no, you got to read the fine print. See see here where it says water resistant and will not back up. It's like that is something you are directly misleading your customers with. And it is the same shit with these AirPods. They are bragging about this certification, this substandard, the subpar four rating that they have where you need a six for them to be completely waterproof. And they haven't. And... To have that be a main quote selling point of the new AirPods is basically the same thing that the Gen 1 and Gen 2 AirPods have. I have lifted for years with the AirPods and uh, I have no hair. So sweat just fucking pours straight down my face like, and in my ears. Like, There's no hair to misdirect the sweat, I assure you. And uh, I've never had a problem. I've never had like glitching or malfunctions or loss of sound. Not once. And for them to put this as like a mainstay on the website for a selling point bugs the ever-loving shit out of me because they're now advertising something that came as basically we've had in the Gen 1 and Gen 2. So I'm going to hop off my soapbox now. Sorry, guys. I mean, it's all right. I mean, the the thing about it, it's, it happens so often. We're dealing with technology, which has an extremely short life cycle, technically, before we expect an upgrade to any degree. So you can't throw a rating at it early in its development. And we're talking about tech on a whole, not just the product right now. But the IP rating code is convoluted and antiquated at this point. Because the iPhone 11 Pro Max is one of the best uh, waterproof phones on the market right now. 
but it couldn't hit the next IPX rating because of a difference in if it can accept jet streams of water or submersion. <laughs> Better. <laughs> That's the difference in the IPX rating. So if you go swimming with these headphones, you're stupid. Well, like, and that's my thing is like, you know, Apple. Wait, are there actual earbuds that like you can swim with? Yes. Though? There have been for a while, yeah. But I mean, and they're... like, but the thing is, like, like what's the quality like on those? You uh, know, like the quality and the price are like you'd expect. It really I mean, depends, because it... I mean, what do you expect? Like Olympic athletes? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Olympic athletes to use. I mean, you have like somebody like Michael Phelps that like spends half his day in the water. Like what? You just want to listen to the sound of the water as you splash? No, you want to listen to something while you're training. So like, yeah, it's, it's perfectly reasonable to want something that's completely waterproof that I can train hard and go do stuff. I mean, it's the same. But is the, is our AirPods like, but that's the thing though, like are AirPods the, like, is that the market for the AirPods? Because again, I can tell you right now, the market for people that like high fidelity sound is not marketed from, for the, for the AirPods either. Yeah. No. The AirPods are, have its own, they have their own, you know. Niche. They have their own market. I wouldn't even say niche because everybody fucking has them now. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's not only just like a, like a listening to music device and talking on the phone device but it's also kind of like like a status symbol yeah so i mean because again like apple they didn't they don't have like high fidelity audio headphones either and you know somebody could also make the argument how come they haven't made one of those yeah no i mean that's that's what we expect you know we expect the the new airpods pro to be able to compete with you know the sony's or the galaxy buds or even the amazon echo buds that are coming out you know, we expect them to be able to compete at the very least in this market. Because if you want like the best sound, you're gonna use over ear headphones, because you want yeah. that you want that seal. And yet, and yet, Apple ended up buying Beats. Oh, God. The, the marketing, the marketing, mm-hmm. the marketing geniuses of the, of the <laughs> headphone world. No, no, yeah. and I'm not saying that in a bad in a bad way. No, right? me, you're right. Because this is this is how you make money. Like they're interested in making money. They're not interested. Because, like, what is the market for high-quality, high-fidelity? Like, that's the niche. The The audiophiles are the niche. Yeah. They're not going to make money by making exceptionally sounding, high-fidelity headphones, it's, right? It's not a mass market at all. Yeah, they're making money by going after the average consumer, which is what his AirPods are. Well, and they also came out with new Solo Beats Pro, which are on-ear headphones. Yeah, apparently those are are pretty good yeah but yeah. they're not over ear headphones and that's yeah they're on ear headphones yeah right? and if anybody has ever used on ear headphones fucking don't you don't at least for me like yeah, they, don't, you, they don't feel good yeah <laughs> it's just like squishing your ears against your head yeah. and it doesn't feel good it doesn't sound very good it's and like what john right. and i were saying is like you want that seal um and that's kind of what buds are supposed to try and mimic they're trying to block off excess sound so you only get what it, what is coming out of your your headphones, but they are still not at the quality, you know that you know that people like us or well um, you can't because you can only fit one driver on an earbud, you know, yeah, like how like that's got to be that's like quantum like technology at the <laughs> at its best. Oh yeah, that's like fifty years <laughs> into the future. You know what I mean? Like trying to trying to maximize sound output with with a tiny uh. A tiny thing. Yeah, driver. <laughs> a tiny driver. It's stunning that 
they don't have over-ear headphones. Because if you think about it, like, that would be the easiest market for them, right? But that's why, but that's why they bought Beats. And, it, it, and it, this goes back to why Google is probably trying to buy Fitbit. Because they want to... An already established market? Yeah, they want to envelop an already established market instead of starting from the ground up because that's not the best way to to start generating money, you know? And that's the thing. Like, like I point. heard this, Um, like, that's, and that's, I heard about this with the, the pro Apple Card people, too, because a lot of the, the financial junkies were shitting on, like, the rates and the this and the that, like, all the weird things. And some dude was like, dude, this isn't for you. Yeah. It's not for the Wall Street people. Like, it's not for the $80,000, $100,000 credit <laughs> limit people in the world that have private right. jets. Yeah. Like, the, they're not marketed towards you. They Apple doesn't want – like, Apple and whoever whoever the bank is, they don't want you guys using this, this card. Like, this is for the consumer. It's just that with Apple, it comes with a level of polish and a level of – like um prestige quality yeah and prestige yeah 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 it's almost like a it's almost like an uh, like a like a level above the i mean i hate we hate using the word prosumer here yeah. in front end tech but <sighs> it's almost like that right well it is i mean if your bank is on your caller id apple card's not for you exactly yeah. <laughs> no seriously though and also if you you know if you're patrick bateman Trying to get the reservation at the Dorsia, like Apple Car is not for you either. So, and if you're Jason Bateman, please make more movies because you're adorable and I love, I love that guy. Apple Car might be for you. Yeah. No, but yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know, like I don't know. No, you're no, right. And you're it right. hurts. It hurts because I would love, I would love to have like something that just works with my iPhone and looks like it belongs with your iPhone too. And looks like it belongs with my iPhone, but an over ear, over the ear, like high quality like headphones that have like all right so i'm gonna go back to my vacation last week uh with my wife my wife sorry yeah i was mistaken i was mistaken i thought that with ios 13 it came with the fat like I, I thought that it came with the feature that two people with bluetooth headphones could listen to the same audio sharing it did it did yeah but it's only it's only for airpods and beats beats headphones. Yes. Oh. Well, you thought like it could go with like random headphones? Because we had to we listened to a podcast together, and we had to um, start it on our separate devices at the same time. So I want to know bad. right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> interrupt you. Did you actually start that on your separate devices at the same time so you could keep did, up with yeah. each other? Yeah, guys, this on, is married life. I want you guys to know any listener that we have out there, John Suarez, <laughs> just let you guys know a little preview into marriage. Okay. <laughs> well, now I'm you curious. What a uh, compromise. What podcast are you guys listening to? It's a podcast called Crime Junkies. There you <gasps> go. Now I know about <gasps> Dude! that. Dude, you guys listen yeah. to that? Do you guys listen to that podcast? I mean, I don't, but tons of people do, according to Apple. <laughs> but yeah, I heard a uh, a friend of mine was telling me about that, and I've been meaning to recommend it to you. Uh, and now I don't oh, have yeah, it, so I've, cool. I think we've listened to every single one so far. Yeah. So, I mean, if you guys find your your equal out there, then you will <laughs> and start And you don't have podcast. AirPods. No, but, like, I was super excited because she didn't have um, Bluetooth uh, headphones, too, so I gave her my, my Bose SoundSport wirelesses. That's love. Here, use these. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure we can just connect to the same phone. 
so we could we can listen to our podcast still on on the airplane. And lo and behold, we didn't. Yeah. We had to use our separate devices. We had to find we had to find each other. Yeah, another big tip for marriage. Like you're going to be promising a lot and both of you need to understand you're not going to deliver on all these promises. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Listen, front end tech's hitting a lot of markets here. That's what we're trying then to let again, you know. Like I was thinking, I was like, man, like it would be nice because like earbuds aren't really my thing when I'm listening to music or when I'm on a fucking airplane and yeah, I want no. to cut out the Ugh. jet engine. Yes. Yeah. No, that's so. the big thing. When you're trying to cut out the rest of the world, you will not pick up a pair of earbuds. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure MKBHD said that he wouldn't use those on a plane. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, either. That's his exact words. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he said that. So that's, again, with with earbuds, like the technology still is, is pretty limited when it comes to noise canceling. And I was ta- talking to you guys about this before. Like, you know, I showed you that screenshot of what, what Sony's uh, WF-1000XM3s. God, I wish they were better at naming. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's so but, like, bad. they have, like, they have a chip dedicated, like, they developed from the ground up that, that's dedicated to uh, to active noise cancellation. Mm-hmm. They have, um, you know, they have all these specs that an audiophile might be tickled by. So, like, when you look at the AirPods Pro page, it, like, it, again, they they put the Pro on there, but what's really pro about this? Right. Like, these aren't going to compare to an actual professional level like audio listening to uh, headphones. Professionals come in black. And, you know, yeah, that's, again, black, gray, not a lot of professional headphones come in white. I think there's some strategy to that. I, I would be willing to bet. It's easy to market. That's true. I, I'd be willing to bet they're going to release a, a color scheme later. Oh, the AirPods R. When the AirPods R come out, they'll come in coral blue yeah and- <laughs> oh, absolutely that's the thing that apple does all the time we see it constantly Ugh. is that but god could you imagine uh steven buying something called the airpods r oh my god because uh, i can't but i mean you no. see this all the time in apple's history they release their test market colors on the off year and then they based off of those test market colors will come up with their predicted uh high selling colors and have it a lot more restricted in their actual main release years. Yeah, but they didn't do that with AirPods. Not Gen well, 1, not Gen 2. And they haven't done it with AirPods Pro. And I think, honestly, it's it's a it's a recognition brand thing. When you see some, you could just be walking around wherever the fuck you are. And if you see white earbuds, you know they're AirPods. Like, nine times out of ten, yeah. those are AirPods. And it's a brand Born recognition Amazon thing. Off. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. The, those do exist. Yeah, yeah. but it... Like, you can look at them and you think of AirPods. Like, even if they're knockoffs, like, that's what you think. You think AirPods. And it's such a, it's such a, it's a great idea. And I hate it. I hate it so much because I do want a matte black. But I am, I can't say that I'm surprised that there isn't an option. Can we talk about some of the new features, though, on this? Absolutely. Because they did, they did take a, uh, a couple pages out of Sony's book. And they added touch controls. Yeah. But when I watched MKBHD's video, the transparency mode, he had to squeeze the stem. Yeah, it's not a it's not a tap anymore. You you like lightly squeeze it. Yeah, and That's the stem shorter. So not only are you squeezing the stem, but it's not as large as the other stem you were used to. If you're talking to if you're having a conversation with somebody on the street and they have their earbuds in, right? Mm-hmm. What would look better to you? 
if they just placed their finger on their ear- earbud or if they started squeezing the stem. Look like they're in pain. Or even if they take their, their AirPod out. Because the, the finger on the, on, the, on the earbud doesn't look terrible, right? They're just like, hey, what's up? Yeah. My finger's in my ear. I'm listening to you. That does help you not commit to a conversation. I'll say that much. Yeah, that's true. But still, like squeezing the stem kind of lets your kind of makes it look like you're messing with your earring yeah that that doesn't look good yeah again, oh yeah i don't really know again like i feel like apple with these marketed them using some fucked up shit so like yeah on apple's page they say like like the quote new stuff isn't new this is this came out with ios 13 so things that they're advertising you can do with airpods pro you can do with airpods so um the reading text messages out to you man this marketing is awesome the arrival of the fittest yo that's sick it's a um, that's cool it's a great page if you just want to scroll through it and be like hey man i appreciate yo weedman kennedy do, do they still have weedman kennedy as their advertisers amir would know if you're on the page it's great to scroll through this is great dude no and like the fit test is cool because that's new it uses the mic it uses the mic to actually test the seal of the of the fit which is kind of that's huge for apple specifically yeah yeah so i mean there's a lot of good things with this this is what 249 right oh yeah which is way too expensive i think that's something we can all agree on is it that much more expensive than the airpods 2 though with the charging case yeah it's a hunt it's like it's like 60 it's only like 80 bucks more yeah it's only like it's really not yeah but like you're getting into real good headphone territory with these. Yeah, right. where you'd want it, where you're spending a lot of money, so maybe you want to buy something that's better, like will sound better. Like oh, I'm yeah. really interested to see if these are better than the Google Buds. I really, really am. How much is the, how much are the Google Buds? Hundred forty bucks, hundred thirty bucks. Because the the Sony's are the Sony's are two twenty nine. Yeah, see, and that's so that's still that's slightly that's only a little bit less than than the AirPods Pro. Yeah, you're you're getting into established good headphone territory. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and Bose Bose has yet to do one. Oh no, there's the reason for that. Don't even get me started on Bose. Which, by the way, I've <laughs> I've bought more product from Bose than anybody should ever have to. No, I I'm I'm in your boat. <laughs> this is why I went with Sony's. I've spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on Bose products. <laughs> Dude, those sunglasses are cool though. Don't don't front. Well, that's, that's I mean that's what my whole um, gym is equipped with is Bose surround sound speakers, two subs, the entire thing. I'm kitted out. Okay. In Bose. Okay. This is something my business partners and I talk about is um, customer based improvement, which these AirPods have close to zero of percentage of improvement wise, based off of what Apple has given us to what they've given us now. We commented a couple episodes back about the EQ settings being so difficult to get to, these headphones have automatic EQ adapting. It's a huge deal. Oh, that is, yeah. So. Isn't that what we said that they should have? Oh, you know, we recommended it. Wait, yeah. it's, an, it's an auto EQ? It's not. Automatic EQ, yeah, for sure. So if you're listening to a podcast, it's going to optimize the vocal. But wouldn't you want the choice to? You'll still be able to like go into it, I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's for Apple, it's new. Same thing with the technology on detecting if your headphones are airtight. My right headphone will not be airtight compared to my left one. I could tell you that based off the surgery I had when I was a kid. <laughs> so the the Pixel Buds, do those have noise canceling? Are those gonna have? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like active noise canceling? Uh, there's there's a difference. Yeah, between active and passive. Well, there's passive. There's also noise like resistance or whatever they call it. 
which is not the same. Which is either. like passive plus, passive pro. Like, it actually, <laughs> it, like the active noise cancelling actually has to have a microphone facing outwards that, yeah. is, that is constantly analyzing uh, the environment around you. Apple claims to have it. I mean, Apple's does. They, they, theirs does have it because that's how the that seal thing works. Yeah, there's um, we were talking about this in the Apple subreddit. Somebody recommended getting the Jabra Elites, like the 75Ts, when they come out, and those are also in ear headphones, and they're supposed to be like really good. They have passive noise cancellation, so if you're looking for active, the new Jabra Elites are passive noise canceling. So. Mm. Okay. I'm just letting you guys know because somebody brought this up and I went to the website to look. I'm on the Echo Buds page now, and this is really interesting because uh-huh. it says it has Bose Active Noise Reduction Technology. Yeah, Bose actually came out and spoke out against those. Yeah, so it's not actually because it says sealed in-ear de- design limits background noise, and that's usually what that what that is, is if it's sealed, then they're saying that it's reducing the noise around you. Yeah, it has Bose technology in it and uh, Amazon really lent into that but Bose came out and said no 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 our headphones that we're actually going to come out with that are the in-ear ones will be way better than Amazon like active active noise canceling like there's difference between noise canceling and noise reduction oh yeah so this is yeah so this is uh man they, they're really putting Bose on there too Amazon see yeah that's what I was saying shills they tried shills yeah, they like even in the um even in the app too. The app that comes with it, mm-hmm. it says Bose A N R. It doesn't say A N R. It says Bose A N R. I wonder how much money they spent like two Bose to be able to throw their their that name around. Probably not much. I mean, if we look at Jeff, I mean, he makes he's the richest man in the world, so it's probably like yeah. some change. See, yeah, this is this is interesting because I'm looking at their um infographic they have like that shows all the chips and stuff inside and it says advanced chipset powers alexa and bose and bose active noise reduction it doesn't say like you know like apple's actually says like here's the the noise cancellation mic you know sony says here's the noise cancellation mic i wouldn't trust this if if i were if i were you out there in tech land i I wouldn't trust the echo buds no, it, listen, if anybody's claiming Bose is collaborating with them, just don't trust <laughs> yeah. it anyway. Okay, so you're, Man, you are, you're, you're really anti-Bose, huh? I'm not anti-Bose. I just, Bose... I think you're lying. ...built their company on lies. No, they're... Yeah, no, they, uh... And I've seen... I mean, to be honest, like, I've seen a, uh... Like a, like a quality drop in the last several years. Well, that's the thing. Bose has always had a quality drop. Just no one knew it until <laughs> because, they started they were... breaking into these things. <laughs> Bose banked on. Listen, we, no, no, we got me started now. You no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I want to hear Let it. Let me Are spin we... out. Spit it out. Bose, you guys aren't old enough. Let me old man Jesse on you here. Um, I'm the same age as you. Uh, believe, I'm going right? to need you to check yourself because um, I had Bose headphones, the in ear headphones, like a, years ago. Oh, I believe you. But you guys don't remember the, um, the midnight the commercials of. This is our first Bose product. Listen to the directional sound. And they focused on that word. And I, thankfully, I've been raised by a family of salesmen. And my father used to say, listen to the word they're using most often. And it was directional. And my father asked me, which he would never give me an answer for. He's a great man. I hope you guys meet him. If you do, try to fight him. I did meet him. For, did, for the record. Yeah. I did. And I was hammered. So You didn't try to fight him. Yeah. I did not. He and I had like a super long talk about 
I don't remember. He'll do that too. It was good I'm surprised he didn't get you to commit <laughs> commit to give him any money. But what Bose does is they put less than quality, is what I'm going to call it, products inside their headphones because that's the way headphones work. It's the way sound works. So they use paper cups. Now, John, you know what I'm talking about when I say cups. Yeah, the tri- the original tri-port headphones, if you look at those, those were literally oh, yeah. cups yeah. on your ears. They're paper. So they're cardboard or recycled product paper. So Bose, even in some of their vehicle um, contracts, promotes the fact that they use paper or recycled product. They've always used recycled product. It's cheap. Of course they do. Paper doesn't, it doesn't reverb a lot of that sound. It sinks in, it absorbs a lot of the sound, which helps with the directional audio. But it also reduces the quality of sound because it's absorbing it. (laughs) Right, yeah. where like you get the uh, old school Sony Xploud uh, speakers, um, their cups were tin or some version of a cheap metal because all they wanted you to do is explode your eardrums with those speakers. But Bose has always done this. This is it, that means that if you ever get your Bose speaker in a gym setting, just to speak to my personal experience, where the entire room could get moisturized due to the sweat. Is that the right word? Oh, heck yeah. Um, moisturized is the right word. <laughs> no, we're sticking to it, dude. It's it's fully authentic now. <laughs> but you could comp- you could spoil a speaker. And I use that word spoil correctly for sure. But you could spoil a speaker. You could get literal mold on these paper cups on the inside of your speaker. Wow. That doesn't sound attractive at all, does it? Especially no. when you're paying a premium price tag. And you always have. That's what bills is is banked on is we're going to have people pay such a price that they don't ask. And that's how they built their, their product. Now they are premium, which means that after they made that money, they started making premium products, but that's not how they built their company. Well, I mean, it's the same with beats. Beats was just marketing. Yeah. They were never the best headphones, but they did the, they did the thing where they, they would put them on all celebrities and stuff. Yeah. And they would, it's the same thing. That you would get the mass appeal from that. Oh, you mean Beats by Dre? Please be a sponsor? Yes. So, yeah. I remember wearing my Beats by Dre, please be a sponsor, headphones. And uh, I upgraded those three or four times. I'm excited to see how the AirPods Pro stack up against the competition, though. It's going to yeah, be interesting. I think they're going to be garbage this time around, my personal input on it. But comparatively, they're showing us that Apple's adapting, and I think the next iteration of the headphones are going to be the ones you want to buy. Because the those Sony uh, earbuds are like the sweethearts this year from all the tech people, I think. I think they're they still going to be. They all love them. I mean, they're they're clear winners when it comes to value for your product. I mean, you're going to be able to wear those headphones for years and not feel ashamed of your purchase. Yeah. So that is the biggest problem <laughs> with AirPods. And I, I'm not arguing just to argue. The AirPods battery life is complete trash. If you bought AirPods Gen 1, after about a year, the battery life on those things is terrible. Yeah, what is the bat? Oh, yeah, we went through the batteries, the battery differences between the two. And I think the Sonys are slightly better. Oh, yeah. 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 It's because the, the, the I think the way it's designed is not as thin and I don't think it's as small as the Air, as the AirPods. Yeah, it doesn't have to look sleek or streamlined. It doesn't have to look like a blow dryer. Like they could, they had the freedom to make it look 
<laughs> however they wanted to. Do you mean the <laughs> the plant from Plants vs. Zombies? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bell Sprout or uh, Victory Bell or yeah, Bell Sprout or Victory Bell, whatever. Yeah, no, Sony designs from inside out. That's for sure. Well, and they've been in this game for a long ass time. Yeah, it's like you know they've always been headphones people. So that's one of those things. Them and like that and like um Bose. their cameras have. This, no, I'm talking about Sony still. <laughs> Sony's cameras have been on the rise the last couple of years. They're actually like the industry leaders right now. Do you do you want you want to get into cameras or you want to save that for next? No, week? no, we can save that for next time. All just because right. uh, you want to throw a little teaser out there? Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a photo geek. How photo geek are you? So photo geek that I shoot film. I don't even shoot digital. Oh, are you are you serious? Like you have your own film? Yeah, I've. Yeah, my my tweet about the guy gawking at my camera at the World War Two Museum. Did you see that tweet? I did indeed. He kept looking and whispering to his wife, and they kept looking at me like they were gonna rob me. It's because you know I carry an antique around with me. Look, man. That's why. Look, he he likes the size of your uh your camera, man. It's he was he was nice and thick. He was boy. jocking me. Listen, 1994, I got my first Polaroid camera, and I still own that camera to this day. You can buy film for that now. No, they, I know they've re-released they've re-released the film for that the 600 film. Just as expensive as it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's so expensive. Because my mom my mom gave me one of the new Polaroid one steps. Yeah. And I bought a two pack. It was fucking thirty dollars, dude. No, so it's cheaper than it used to be because it used to be twenty bucks for ten pictures. For ten? Oh God! Yeah, because I used to have to save up my allowance all week to buy ten pictures, <laughs> and you will make sure you take good shots when you only have ten pictures. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to get you know a good shot on a Polaroid because those are not um, good best quality like lenses. Or that's what taught me macro and micro. Oh my god! Was the Polaroid? I still have that. It yeah, was so big, cool. I used to hide my extra money in it from the fights that I used to not <laughs> tell one, my parents about. Which which Polaroid did you have? Was it like the was it the XS seventy, the one that turns into that, the one that transforms into what looks like a, like a leather purse or something, like that huge one? It was yeah, the one that Bill Cosby advertised. Well, that's that's a sore subject still. It is a sore here. subject, but it was relevant to the time frame I mentioned. 1994. No, I'm looking it up. 1994, 1995. I mean, we're talking about like old school. You know what I mean? Bill Cosby. I was four years old. Um, I was. Guys, I was gonna say in case you guys wanted to feel old, I'm, I'm here for yeah. you. Listen, I still have a stack in my closet of Polaroid shots from when I was that age. Dude, and that's isn't that awesome? What, that you can yeah. go back and see those. And listen, right? if you shake your Polaroid film, I will fight you. When we get nuked by some country 300 years from now or cyber cyber hacking, yeah. You can't you can't rely on digital photos anymore. People are going to be looking through the rubble and finding your shoebox full of old polaroids. Oh, I thought what you were going to say is when we get nuked, it's only going to add a brilliance <laughs> effect to these polaroid films. <laughs> because of what's in them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, listen, okay, if you, we gotta end this now. If you shake could, your Polaroid could, camera, I'm gonna punch you in the neck. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you don't do that. All right, we gotta end this now. Not yet. Just, not yet. I refuse right, to let us gotta, go before this last thing that I really wanted to do. Heck Just yeah. because. Oh yeah. I'm super excited. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now okay. I'm fired up. What do I need to all do? All right, all right. I think we're all in a pretty good mood after the sweet little trailer you guys will get for next week. Here, so. how old I am? Yeah, that puts everyone in a good mood. It makes me feel better. Heck yeah, <laughs> so. dude. <laughs> so, uh, listeners out there, I told um, uh, 
Jesse and John, I told them both that this week we were going to do something kind of special. Um, and you're not going to get this all the time. And we've never done this before, but I thought it would be kind of fun because, you know, Halloween's in a couple days and you might be listening to this on, you know, the day of. Um, so I wanted to do like a little kind of a quiz show, but not really. I just wanted to ask trivia and see which one of them would get the most right. Because if you know John, John basically binges scary movies and that's all he cares about. So uh, I don't know. Jesse, how how good would you say your Halloween knowledge is? I mean, I'd say decent because everyone I've lived near or around likes scary movies enough to make me want to fight somebody. But if you want to, <laughs> if you want to know, I actually I just sent this to my wife eight years ago because Facebook's so great at reminding you how much you suck. Um, I screenshot this this message that I took eight years ago, and I would love to read it to you guys because it's so relevant right now. Please what do you're read it. Into. Read Please it do. before we go into this. Okay. Eight years ago, on this day, Jesse York said, Stupid fright works stuff tonight. Sucks when there's nothing else to do but let some post-teen, <laughs> life-failing reject try to scare wow. you for money. Wow. This is the same guy. Listen, That's you? You're just the best kind of a person. Yeah, I put that on Facebook. How long ago was this? Eight years ago. I uh, I got wow. kicked out of a haunted corn maze because I knocked some guy out because he jumped out at me when I wasn't ready. <laughs> and they took me straight out of the side of that corn maze they did not oh care to God. let me finish why would they well, it was like, a reaction yeah, no. it was in the prime time of my fighting career I... you're the reason they have those things where they talk about the not hitting the, the people that are, that are working there. it was a reaction he jumped out too close to me my arm is not wow. that long he was within reach alright so let's get this sh- let's get this let's get this started anyway. what we got okay so this is a this is a quick little uh, Halloween trivia quiz. Uh, I went through a bunch of them just to try and find what I thought would be the best one, at least the best one for us and the listeners. They're not super complicated. They are multiple choice, but I'm not going to read the choices out to you. Um, I think you guys, it'll be more fun to listen to you guys guess. If it takes you too long, I will read out some options. Congratulations on your victory, John, in advance. Uh, no, I do not accept. Congratulations. Uh, so I would urge the uh, listeners to pause for a second, write your answer down, and then uh, wait, uh, and then you, you can compare answers. So it'll be more fun for okay. you guys. All right, question one. Where does Halloween come from? All Hallows' Eve? Am I wrong? Wait. Do I not? I thought we were, I thought we were writing them Are down. Are we writing them down? Oh. I'm thinking about those teenagers I was knocking out from the corn maze. Wait, wait, does... Is it when you say where do you do you mean the location or like? Would I screw it up if I just said that out loud too? I mean that I was, that was gonna be my guess too. The All Hallows Eve celebration is that like your final answer? I mean, sure, it can yes. be, yeah, yeah, from Salem or something. I mean, whatever the right answer is, I probably was thinking that. <laughs> You're so good at this. Yeah. Wait. So now, number two, are we writing it down first? Do you guys want? Do you, would you prefer just to write them down, or you just want to like call out answers? Well, now I am. No, let's just call it out. Yeah, First yeah, person yeah. To think about it. Says it. All right, John. Congratulations again on your victory. Congratulations to you, sir. Because you <laughs> did that in, in the first question. All right, go, oh, man. All right. Are you sure you're ready? No. Ready. Yes. Okay. Before people used pumpkins, what were jack o' lanterns made out of? 
God, I knew this at some point in my life. I've heard this trivia before. Yeah, it's that's why I picked it. Man, I don't know. It was a readily available thing. It wasn't a squash, obviously. Not everybody had pumpkins. That's big. That's, Did everybody have squash? That's big farms, you know. Farmers wanted to sell their pumpkins. Do you guys want hints? You guys want to know what the options are? I think that'll you throw help. me a hint. All right. So the options are potatoes, turnips, bananas, or onions. It has to be onions. That's what everybody yeah. had. <laughs> they grow no matter what. Is that your? I'm gonna answer? say turnips. I'm gonna say turnips just to be different. Heck yeah! Congratulations, John. Wow, it was turnips. It was turnips. That's why. Is it because? <laughs> is that? Is it because? Man, that must look real creepy. And a dumb answer. Turnip with a face. <laughs> uh, is that? Was it in a different um, like area of the world? Not the United States or America. Doesn't say. Okay. But I mean, it's. I mean, it's not going to be potatoes. Barely anybody had potatoes. And it's probably in America, if I had to guess. <laughs> and like, why would why would you want to use onions? I mean, people cry when you open onions, like when you carve them up. Anyways, like it's like, oh man, I'm just gonna cry. I'm just gonna cry and eat these onions. All right. <clears throat> Pumpkins come I just in lots. Up a turnip. Sorry, I just looked up a turnip jack o' lantern. It's the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen. I'm in my excited life. about that. Yeah, Hold see. on, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a grab one of these and put it in the show. I think this is the stance I'm gonna take. I'm gonna smash every pumpkin out there and be like, "Yo, it's not authentic." Turnips. <laughs> I only like right, turnip so jack o' lanterns. <clears throat> All right, pumpkins come in lots of different colors, but which one of these is made up? I actually have to read these ones. Blue, green, white, glow in the dark. Which one's Which one of not... these is made up? Blue, green, white, or white. glow in the dark. It'd be green. I'm going to say blue. Final answers? Final answer. Green. You're both wrong. You get no points. Oh, it's sweet. glow in the dark. Those pumpkins That's, are not real. That stupid. seemed like the I obvious that, answer. Yeah, I, you know? I, thought that, I thought that was too too wacky to be false i mean green <laughs> technically right when they sprout but i mean they're white when they're like not ripe you guys yeah, don't want to jesse know. Look it's at, fine look at the picture in the show notes no i don't want to do that jacqueline no, no you have to i'm gonna look this i want to look at this right now <laughs> i'll look at it right now holy hell that's, <laughs> that's oh that's my god lot. what's happened here oh god that's Dude, it's terrible terrifying, man. it's terrifying oh man Oh, Jesus. It's got teeth, too. Yeah, see? Are you sure that's it's not a shrunken teeth. head? That's a shrunken head. It's got, dude, it's that's got all that it Ripley's did. <laughs> <laughs> it's got actual teeth. All right, next question. Dude, this is the best segment we've ever done. All right. Where is Transylvania? Romania. Congratulations, John. You win. Dude, why'd you come out with that so quickly? <laughs> because I know things, or I watch horror stuff all the time. Yeah. All right. All right. And I'm smart enough to know to never go to Romania. Anyway. <clears throat> All right. Call what, me horror junkie. What do you call a fear of Halloween? Halloweenophobia. <laughs> Just going to come out and say the obvious thing because that was the answer last time with the glow in the dark. Yeah. Pumpkin. Anything that I would say, I would probably mispronounce anyway. This so. one is really easy if you're reading the answers. So the answers are spooky itis. Acute Heck boring yeah. syndrome, 
<laughs> Deadly pumpkin disease. <laughs> I'm gonna pick that one regardless of what the right answer is. And like the right answer is like, yeah, duh. It's Samhainophobia. That's weird. Because the only one that has phobia in it. But listen, what'd you say? <laughs> dead dead pumpkin disease? Deadly yeah, pumpkin disease. That's insane. Deadly pumpkin disease. I'm sticking with that one. Uh all I'm right. writing that one down in case I want to <clears> start a band soon. <laughs> oh, that one's easy. This is gonna be a how fast can you can you name it? Uh oh, which of these would be most useful if a werewolf attacked you? A ten second head start to run away, a cardboard box to hide in, a big it's stick, or a gun sil- with silver bullets. Silver and silver there you bullets. Go. Ah silver. Jesse. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jesse, you got Where'd that you, one. There you go. I just right. answered before the answer was even out there. We all knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I oh, buy Mac Weldon underwear. Please be a sponsor. <laughs> all right. Victorians were big fe- big fans of spooky things, but why did they put bells in their coffins? What, to make sure that the dead wasn't going to wake up? And no, it's because, no, it's because they didn't, like, they were afraid of burying people that were alive. Yeah. So, oh. so that if they were alive, they could ring the bell and they would know to dig them back out. John's a hit at parties. I think we're finding this out right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What does Dracula transform himself into? A bat. Get out of here. Good job, Jesse. See, you're yeah, back listen, in the game, I'll take man. all the kitty ones. You know, you give me some cartoon <laughs> ones, I'm, I'm with you. All right. What do mummies smell like? Roast beef, wet dog, old feet, the incense they were buried with. The incense they were buried with? Yeah. That, like that one's pretty away. obvious. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was weak, man. Yeah. No, you're I know. I'm out, skipping some. Yeah. Weak sauce. Don't you what? worry about it. Oh, here we go. Oh, no, that one's boring. I changed my mind. Ooh, here we go. How heavy was the world's largest pumpkin? One ton, 554 kilos, or 900 kilos? I mean, one ton is like, what, 2,000 pounds? 2,000 pounds. I'm going to say 500 kilos. I'm going with one ton just because it seems indecent. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of you get points. It was 900. Oh. All right. It was good, though. Split the difference. We get half a point apiece. Oh, I guess I have to read this one. Which of these ghost stories from around the world is made up? El Cuco from Chile. Captain Spooky Chops from West... West... That's Ruzilla? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm sticking with that one for the fake one. <laughs> Pokong from Indonesia, or the Manangal from the Philippines. Listen, that second one because John. it's painful for you to get through. All right, is that gonna be your final answer, both of you? I kind of feel. I kind of feel uh, like I have to say the Philippines one. See, that's why I'm I was like, I was like, I think I have to read this one. I don't have a choice. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the Philippines one. All right. Well, you should have gone with Jesse. <laughs> I feel like you, deep down you wanted to go with me. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one, though. Oh, uh, man. All right. What brought Frankenstein's monster to life? I'm not going to tell you. Electricity or Dr. Frankenstein? What, keep keep going. What, what kind of electricity? What, a lightning bolt? 
Yeah, see, there you go. You got it. You, you, you got to work your way through. It I mean, I was there. I try not to talk All right. about it. But. Our fruits, our, <laughs> our pumpkins' fruits are vegetables. They're fruits. Fruits. <sighs> Why are they fruits? Same time. Do you know? Because they have seeds. Yeah, they're the ovaries. There you go. You learned something new today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys did, but John and I didn't, though, because we were on top of that one. All right. Ah, uh, no, the rest of these are boring. Okay. Give one more. Last one. One more? All right. Yeah. All right, let's see here. And then we'll say goodbye. Heck, yeah. I've got trivia for you guys. Something what? I've already you... had to talk to my daughter about. You got trivia, too? It just It's something I know because of my what I've had to live with my entire life. What's the question? It's not I a question at all. Oh, okay, just well, I don't care. Anymore. Being redheaded. We were the first... Uh, first it's we're not a race, obviously, but redheads were the ones that were blamed for being vampires because we burned so easy <laughs> in the sun. Um, wow. Basically, that's what the baseline story came from: redheads. All right. So the whole vampirism thing was uh, based on us. All right, this one's gonna be fun because I fucking loathe them. Each redheads? year, all right, dude. No, not shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Each year. How many pounds of candy corn is produced? 5 million pounds, 15 million pounds, 35 million pounds, or 50 million pounds? 35 million pounds. All of them is too much. Let's be honest with you. (laughs) It is. It is. Whatever the least amount is. John wins. I was right. John wins. 35 mil? It's 35 mil. Yes. Congratulations. You are the jack-o'-lantern. Where's the riff on here? Like, I just, I want to know. Because I feel like, John, can you do a P-test after this is over? Because I think no there's way. some performance-enhancing Halloween drugs in you. <laughs> you just came back from New Orleans, and now all of a sudden you know a whole bunch of spooky stuff. I know all about Get weird stuff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Listen, well, context clues. Um, there were a whole bunch of geriatric people in his story that didn't show up later in the story. So, <laughs> all right. Um, with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Take care. Happy Halloween to everybody. Be Happy safe. Halloween, everyone. Okay, bye.